I think my timing is off. I tell my dog out when he rises slowly and gives me a pitiful look. He moves faster if I move, but he won't respond immediately. So what happens with that is that's shown on our video, the resource guarding video. You might be underwhelming your dog with the remote collar. If you're using a remote collar, what a lot of people do is they don't go high enough on the levels. So it should be out and then stim. And then you can also use spatial pressure with your body to also move your dog away. But pretty much the way we train out, that dog literally hightails it. Bam, runs away. Next. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory and grateful. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. So, hey, everybody, how are you? It's Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training and the wonderful, hardest working person I know, Joelle. And um, we're doing another podcast tonight. It's the Q&A podcast. It's called the What Would Jeff Do Show. And it's a Q&A show. You ask a question, Joelle types it. Or I'm sorry, you type the question, Joelle asks it. And then I um, and then I give you an answer. And a lot of the answers are short, you know, to the point. A lot of times, a lot of these answers need definitely more time. Yeah. So... We offer, um, we actually offer one-on-one online consulting, Mm -hmm. but did you guys know for any of our business owners out there, Joelle actually offers one-on-one online um, social media um, consulting. So we we formed a small social media company and we'll be taking on new clients in about 45 days and we can help you with a lot of your small stuff, small, small companies. That's all we want to do is small. Um, and we can get more into it. You can always just send an inquiry into us. But I wanted to do a little bit of a longer show today because there's a um, uh, uh, the cancel culture, which we're seeing in full force. We've always seen cancel culture. It's been around forever, the beginning of time. But I want to walk everybody through why it's happening to Joe Rogan. And let me just show you my experience first. I only show you the, my experience just for frame of reference because I went through two years of living hell with my thing and I was trying to be canceled. And let me just show you the the formula that's happening. And let me explain what's happening to Joe. And let me also give you a prediction on the next um, uh, uh, cancel video that will come out against Joe. Um, So uh, if you have not seen the viral video um, there's many of them out there of me bonking two specific dogs. All you have to do is just look up Jeff Gelman bonking, Jeff Gelman abusive. Just look that up. It's a video that shows me throwing a towel at a white dog just sitting there doing nothing and a black dog just sitting there doing nothing and it's all innocence. This happened two years ago. We made the videos. It's been going on now for about three years, but we had two years of like intense hell. These were taken from my videos. You know, Joel shot them. I was there. I did it. The white dog actually drags its owner out of um, its wheelchair to the ground. It's a great Pyrenees, by the way. It's a 135-pound dog that was attacked by off-leash dogs and then got dog reactive, as many dogs do. This was done in public at a seminar in front of everybody. That's why she was there. And these are our videos. This is actually a 20-minute long video, but you only see a small clip of it, right? The other video is the black dog, which whenever it sees a bicycle, it actually gets so aroused, it bites its owner. 
So again, we bonk the dog. Both times we bonked during the loading stage. Again, that's a long video. I'm not sure if that was a 15-minute video or longer or maybe a little bit shorter, 10-minute video. But that was whittled down to, again, two to three seconds combined with a false narrative. So that's the first video that went out. And it went out for a specific reason. It went out specifically to cancel me. And it was shared on all different platforms about a million times. And what happened was we got um, thousands and thousands of hate phone calls, thousands of thousands of hate emails, thousands of thousands of hate comments. We got, I should say I, I got death threats. People threatened to kill and sexually assault my young children. People threatened my staff. People showed up in my parking lot. Um, the FBI was involved. They actually opened up a case. And um, all I can say is that people were visited. That's all I can say. Um, there was legal proceedings against certain people. Um, and for, for two years, obviously, when you see this clip, if you see this clip and it says dog abuser, we were also on the front page of um of Scotland's largest newspaper, the front page, keep this dog abuser out of the UK. Now, the only thing that kept me out of the UK was COVID. I can go anywhere I want to. Then what happened was um, all of the venues that host our seminars, they were contacted, they were harassed, they were, um, the, um, the hate group came out against them. They contacted mayors, governors, attorney generals, animal control. Um, and they literally like try to blackball me from my hosts. What they also did was they contacted every dog owner that was at our training facility and they contacted them by phone or direct message saying that I'm abusing their dogs. What they also did was they went through all my follow people that we follow or in the people that follow us. And they went through a good couple hundred, if not more of those people saying, I can't believe you follow this dog abuser. So that's just the short of it. We had to hire armed guards at my house and at my business. Um, I personally had to carry. I had to know where my kids were at all times. Um, we were, um, we were, you know, I was never afraid for my safety because I know I can take care of myself. And um, but still, that was all designed for one thing, and one thing only was to cancel me. That's it. So when it's shared that many times, you get a lot of people that literally see this video that has no context, and then they just call you a dog abuser with no context. And it still happens once in a while now, but it trickles in and it's really not that bad. But it was a, literally, it was a minute by minute event, which was nonstop. We actually had to disconnect our phone. We actually had to do all kinds of other preventive and you know, reactive and, and, and uh, uh, things as well as to keep everybody safe. We've had picketers at our seminars. Um, we've gotten, you know, everything you can possibly imagine. Now, this video was designed literally to cancel me. That's what it can't, that's what a video is. So it's a montage. Then what happened was there's a um, someone in Alaska who actually be, happens to be a convicted felon, ironically, for beating up women, ironically, made a new thumbnail. And on that video, the thumbnail says the IACP supports dog abusers. And so they just made a new thumbnail for the same video. 
Now, obviously, everybody calls up the IACP, and the IACP, unfortunately, crumbled, and they kicked me out of the organization without doing proper due diligence at all, and they did it improperly. How do I know that? I was on the board of directors, and I know the procedure. Now, once they ever contact me, and they just literally just booted me, which is unfortunate because they bent. They bent to the mob. Um, I have never been to the mob. I will not bend to the mob. We bonk dogs every day. I will continue to bonk dogs. Um, and I'm not really, really concerned. Um, so, you know, we, it was pretty bad. It was really, really, really bad. So that's just part of it. So that's how things are crafted. Now, what's happening is here's a great example. Somebody can ask Joelle a question on here. She'll read it. How do I get my dog to do a better downstay? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and then Joel reads it and then I answer it and I'll say, well, does the dog even know downstay? Have you used a food lure? I really get into the step-by-step. The next question is, how do I break up a dog fight? And my answer is you have to choke out a dog. Now what somebody can do is they can take the first question, how do you get a dog to do a better downstay? And the second answer, combine it into a video and then it looks like Joel is saying, how do I get a better downstay? And my response is, you choke out a dog. Or someone asked me, what do I do if an off-leash dog runs towards me? I usually say, you kick the dog. Again, someone could take Joel's first question and put my answer of, you kick a dog. So now it comes across as, literally, Jeff, how do I get a better downstay? And I say, kick the dog. That's how these videos are made. That's how these videos are made. Like if you understand any sort of video editing, like it's not yes. it, hard. It's, it can be it, done to anybody. Yes. Like with it, anything. It can be done to anybody. I mean, a 12-year-old can, can do this. So what's happening now with Joe is the reason why the racial video came out is because the first video did not work that he's spreading false information. So now the narrative is he's spreading false information, he's spreading false information, he's spreading false information. But meanwhile, nobody can actually say what the false information was. Like when you really peg people down and people are part of the sheep mentality, so they just share all that information. That didn't work. Then they came out with the N-word video, okay? Now that isn't working. Now the next video they're going to be coming out with is that he's transphobic, doesn't like the, doesn't like gay people, and it's going to go towards that. That's going to be the next video that they come out with. And do you understand what's happening? It's like that's all they care about is literally canceling somebody. Now, I put up, um, Joel put up a meme. It was a funny meme of Brian Seltzer. Is that his name? Brian Seltzer and Joe Rogan. And it's like applicable towards dog training. And someone literally said, um, what I can't believe you would use racist Joe Rogan, racist Joe Rogan. Now, when someone makes a comment like that, that means they don't know anything about him. They don't know about his 1773 podcasts averaging three hours long. They don't know about his MMA commentary. They don't know that he's a comedian. So I follow him on MMA and I follow him on, um, uh, his podcast. His podcasts are fantastic. He has fantastic podcasts. 
he had one with a geologist the other day. I think it was 1772. Um, number seven, it was it was it was it blows your mind. He had one right before that with Jordan Peterson that went over four hours. That was a good one. It would blows your mind, blows your mind. So again, these are all headline readers, but this is how this stuff happens. So how do you fight it? Unfortunately, Joe should have never apologized for anything, and Spotify should never apologize for anything. And they should just hold their ground. I can't stand large corporations that bend the knee and that respond to the mob. Ever. You never respond to the mob. You never bend the knee. You stick by your guns because why? You're actually not doing anything wrong. You're not doing it. You're not doing anything wrong at all. So so I think it's important that people understand, like this has been happening to me for over, well, for 20 years. In fact, I remember 13 years ago when I had a radio show, the manager of the, the, ra- letter. the, man- the manager of the radio station got a typed letter <laughs> written by a well-known dog trainer, like, like literally bashing me and saying they're going to get all their advertisers to to um to pull off my show and now all my advertisers got harassed so all my advertisers got harassed they all got phone calls they all said they're going to boycott their business and it was funny because my manager took me into the office showed me the letter and then literally he gave me a high five and he goes good job jeff because i wasn't you know this is the thing we're not doing anything wrong we're not doing anything wrong joe didn't do anything wrong at all I mean, if it was such a big deal, why 12 years ago, 11 years ago, 10 years ago, when a lot of these clips, not the misinformation with Dr. Malone and Dr. McCullough was was put out there, it is why wasn't it a big stink back then? Okay. Many comedians use the word also. If anybody wants to look up Mother McCulley, she was a teacher for 41 years and she literally led a class saying that the N-word is a bad word to use, but she said the whole word. That was the context. They're talking about American Indians and and, and, and the racist comments that they're giving and how it's bad. Talks about people of color, comments that they're, you know, words that are used and it's bad. They fired her. They fired her. So there is something called context. Context actually matters. It actually matters. And go ahead. I just think that even what we're seeing more and more now, though, is like this sort of made me start thinking about it with the meme that we posted. It was nothing more than that. It was a meme. It's funny. Surface level. Like everyone's just reading way too deep into it. And like the fact that we used a photo of someone, they're like, I'm unfollowing. Right. I'm so mad. Right. It's like. No one can just like agree to, to disagree. disagree anymore. Right. But it's not only There's that. There's so many people, like my own friends and family, they follow people that I don't, I don't right. agree with right. their views. But right. I'm not like, right. fuck you. Right. I can't believe. Exactly. Like, it's so weird right. how polarized we all are now. It's right. Like, people will go through your list of who you follow. Yes. And, oh, you follow that person? Yep. I'm not following right, you. Right. Right. It's so strange yes. how we've gotten to this place. Yes. So it's it's incredible. It's incredible how how what we're what we're seeing right now unfold. I, I'd like to think people are smart enough to understand what is happening. When 
literally when someone tries to cancel somebody, this is how it is done. Okay. So Kennedy, they canceled him one way. He's was assassinated, right? Joe Rogan, they're trying to cancel him another way. And the most important thing you do is you stick to your guns and you don't apologize because Joe didn't do anything wrong. Now, has he said things that I disagree with? Absolutely. Do I like all of his podcasts? Absolutely not. Okay. So I follow Ben Shapiro. Do I agree with everything he says? No. I love his interview style and I love the guests he has on and I love the way he does critical thinking. Another one is Jordan Peterson. People try to cancel Jordan Peterson. The reason why people try to cancel Jordan Peterson is because they've only seen clips and they've seen hit pieces that were that is literally designed to make him look horrible. But have you ever listened to a four to five hour interview with him unedited live? Have you ever like, no, you haven't. You're hearing things. So people are hearing things secondhand, thirdhand, fourthhand, fifthhand. But I, you know what, it's so important today. And then it's also important where, you know, a lot of people will disagree with you about this misinformation. Unfortunately, when you read something on the internet that says it's misinformation, how do you know that's real? Because the right information is scrubbed off the internet because it doesn't fit an agenda. It does not fit an agenda. For instance, this morning I did a story saying that I'm going to talk about Joe Rogan on my Instagram stories, IG stories. All I did, I didn't put it in print. Okay. I did not put it in print. I just said, I, you know, I'm going to be talking about the Joe Rogan cancel culture. It wouldn't load. After 30 minutes, I'm like, boom, forget it. Then I redid it and said, I'm going to talk about a certain person that's in the news with cancel culture. It immediately loaded. Coincidence? I don't think so. That's how smart technology is now. We all know that our phones are listening to us, and that's not conspiracy theory. It's truth. It's truth. Like You do realize that, right? You do realize that people can tap into your video camera and see you on your laptop. You do realize that all, so all this stuff is true. The table, right? You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> right. I mean, it's like we do realize this. So when you're masturbating in front of your laptop, <laughs> cover up the I fuck. I really hope nobody would do that. Cover though. up the fuck. Well, how do you look at porn? That's true. Yeah. So cover up your fucking thing because it'll be used against you. So that's that's that, that's the thing. And it's like, and some of the worst stuff came from other trainers that are that are also use the same tools as me. And it's funny because I know a good, personally, a, a, hundred, a hundred dog trainers that bonk, use the bonker, a hundred of them. Ironically, the ICP conference this year actually had a class on how to make a bonker. Go figure, go fucking figure. Millions of owners bonk their dogs. Your grandmother threw shit at your dogs a long time ago. It's a cotton towel. But the amount of lies, there's a brick inside, a frozen water bottle, an iron bar. Yeah. Like, it's like, it is like, where are you getting this information from? Where are you getting this information from? That three-second clip on the internet. It's like, people are not 
thinking for themselves. You need to do your due diligence, which is becoming harder and harder and harder to get correct information. That's true. Because I looked up certain things about certain people. I couldn't get what I know is fact. I know it is fact. I could not find it on the internet. Why not? Because it's all scrubbed. It's all taken down and only a certain narrative is being put up now. So that's why people believe the lies because the lies are documented with support writings, but the truth is not because they don't want you to see the truth. They don't want you to see the truth. Anyway, let's go into uh, uh, some comments. Okay. Um, Tecolota said hi, Jeff and Joelle. Hey, how are you? Phil said hi. Hey, Laura said hi. Hey, Kathy B said hey, everyone. Um, hey, Kathy, Matthew said, Will the purely positive crowd ever let that go? So, the purely positive crowd, just to let you know, was not the issue, just to let everybody know. If anyone doesn't know what purely positive means, they just they don't believe in correcting a dog. That was not the issue. The biggest group of professional dog trainers was, I don't, I won't even call them colleagues, but people that train like me. That was the biggest group of people where I got the most hate from. And then the second group of people in quantity wise, it was just your average person that doesn't know anything about me. And people, you know, that's where all the big, that's where the big threats came from. That's where all the big threats is Wes in here. Yes, that's where all the big the big threats came from the public, and I mean it's horrific. If you if you saw the threats that I got, the threats towards my children, my young children, you would be appalled, Mm -hmm. appalled, all because I threw a cotton towel at a dog to stop it from biting. Next. Uh, Ben. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. I have a five-month-old boxer that really pulls on the leash. I use a prong collar on her, but people say she's too young. LOL. Okay. So she's not too young. Five months old? No. Too young to, too, too old enough to pull, old enough to put a prong collar on there. So did she, did he say she still pulls? Pulls on the leash. He says he uses a prong okay. collar, but he didn't say how, like, if it's working. So if it's not working, if it's not working, always keep in mind that a tool is a tool is a tool. It's a communication device. You still want to do the training. So many people say clicker training doesn't work. And I'm like, it works great. But what are you trying to do? And do you know how to properly clicker train? It works great. It works great for training behaviors. It's a great marker. Um, prong collars don't work. Yes, they do. But if the dog is pulling, you're not using it properly. Okay, next. Uh, Jadrian, hi, J&J. Got a new boyfriend and working on introducing them. His dogs aren't disciplined or even collared. My dogs are e-collared and pretty well disciplined. I'm worried about bringing them together. Tips? Um, Tinder is my tip. Next. Oh, my God. Jessica. Do you want me to go reiterate on that? Yes. Okay, so this is the thing. There's obedience and then there's behavior. So I don't really care if those dogs know any commands at all. What's their behavior like? And if you guys are going to start cohabitating or at least go on excursions together, does your new boyfriend believe in holding the dog accountable or does he have the mentality of let dogs be dogs? Unfortunately, when you let a dog be a dog, let me tell you about the breed called 
Great Pyrenees. Do you know what Great Pyrenees do when they're being a dog? They kill coyotes. They kill coyotes. So, I mean, I think we have to be really, really careful about letting a dog become a dog. Um, so I think if you guys clash on your philosophies on dogs, that actually might be a big stumbling stumbling block down the road for you in your relationship. Next. Um, Jessica, humans suck and many people need to find better hobbies. Glad you were there for Einstein and I know better trainer I've ever found. Love you guys. Keep up the good work. Thank you. You know, this is the thing, you know, I honestly think that people are wonderful. I think that they're misguided and I think, and I have massive empathy for these people, massive empathy for these people, you know? Oh, also I was on the BBC, but literally the BBC did an interview with me. I mean, I was, this was huge. This was huge. Yeah. Hundreds of newspapers, you know, uh, tele television news reports. I mean, it was huge. Mm -hmm. He was huge. I mean, we bumped Meghan Markle off the fucking front <laughs> page, you know, and good old, good old. Who's that guy that shot that woman and that actor? Alec Baldwin. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That scumbag Alec Baldwin. He fucking chimed in. He threatened to, he threatened to hit my wife over the head with a brick. You know what I mean? It's like, there, you, there goes. That's nice of you, buddy. You know, it's like, okay. You know, so anyway, it was really, really interesting. The amount of violence that was bestowed upon me for literally, like, I'm going to take a baseball bat to your head. It's like, I'm stopping a dog from being aggressive. Like, right. like what does one wow. have to do with another? People just don't understand what we do or what any dog trainer does. Or again, you're being manipulated by the media. Anybody that does not understand that the media machine is manipulating you needs to wake up. It is highly manipulating you, highly manipulating you. Okay. So which one do you believe? Sometimes it's really, really difficult because you get conflicting advice. You know, I mean, can we really trust our news sources these days? Can we really trust our scientists? Can we really trust the people that are in an authority figure? Can we? What's their agenda? Can we really trust them? So you want to do a lot of different research from a lot of different things. Also, if somebody goes against your narrative, you hate them. Why? Why do you have to hate mm -hmm. them? Why do you have to hate the person because they don't agree with you? Why do you have to hate them? There's something called disagreement with civility. And we should all be practicing that. We can disagree, but still be civil. You actually have to work on it, but let's make it come natural. And let's not just have a knee-jerk reaction. All I can tell you is this, my clients who actually work with me think those, those videos, those doctor videos are hilarious. They're hilarious. Next. Uh, my head of hair said, I'm so sorry you guys are dealing with all of this. Well, um, we're not dealing with it as much anymore. Um, you know, but this is the thing. It was a, it really forced me to really work on my personal growth and 
It happens. And this is the thing. Anybody that puts their stuff out there and is blunt like I am and talks the truth is going to get this. Because the truth scares people. It scares people. It really, really does. So, you know, there's many, many people that deal with way worse things out there. But, you know, a lot of dog trainers, and put it this way, a lot of dog trainers have stopped putting up their work. They stopped showing their work. But we show our work. So the problem with not showing your work is you can't help as many people. So you have to put your work up like in our online academy. Now you want to throw that website up there. So academy.sallycaninetraining.com. We've got right now three videos up there and we show corrections. So on our online academy and these videos are for sale, we're showing corrections. We're showing bonking, leash pops, remote cower stims. We're, we're showing, actually we are showing all our work. We can't do it on the free platforms when we need platform. So we're showing all of our work. Why? People need help. Like we have a resource guarding video, which like you can stop resource guarding in three seconds. So, you know, we show it in all my seminars. I show my work. You can see it right there, live in front of you, live in front of you. Everything we do at the training center, it's right there for everybody. It's right there for everybody. In fact, we've got a great leash reactivity leadership workshop coming up in a few weeks. If you go to jeffgelmanseminars.com, if you're struggling with leash reactivity and you want to know how to be a better leader in your household with your dog and establish a really, really good relationship, it's a fantastic seminar to go to. Next. Mm, Jadrian said, these people are the bloody worst. I'm so sorry. Um, Annie said, exactly. Context is always important. Yeah. Some people say context is not important. No, you should never do that. My first thing is that like, I would never hurt a dog, hit a dog. My first response is, you're full of shit. I feel bad for your kids. My first response is this. What would you do if an off-leash dog ran up to you and was bit your kid and won't let go? What would you do? It's a simple question. I never get a simple answer. I never, never. get it. I never, ever, ever get a simple answer. No. Never get a direct answer. The quickest answer is take out a gun and shoot the other dog. Sorry. I'm walking down the street with my child. A dog runs up, literally doesn't just nip and run away, does not let go. Sorry. Dead dog. People are killed by dogs. So it's like, is it the dog's fault? Well, it's the owner's fault. It's like, no, the dog did the biting. I don't really care whose fault it is. It sure as hell isn't my kid's fault. But what do you do? Anything possible. You don't have a gun? Anything. You put harm onto that dog. You choke that dog out. So don't tell me you would never hit a dog. Of course you would. Two dogs fighting in the same house. You're slamming frying pans on their heads. You're like doing everything. So next. Uh, Jessica said, them, I'm going to leave. Me, bye. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. People have forgotten how to use the scroll button on their mouse. 
Oh, someone actually said they're going to leave? No, she's just saying, like, when people say that. Oh, oh, yeah. Thanks for announcing that you're leaving. Like, thanks. Trust me. I'm not going to go through any Kleenex tonight. <laughs> Unless I jack off. Oh, my God. Matthew said it's character assassination. Yeah, yeah. And it's all planned. There's a formula to it. There's a formula to it. Watch. Watch the next video that comes out about, about Joe. Just watch. Next. Um, Matthew already read that. Kim said Jordan Peterson is amazing. He has such a deep logical thinker. Yeah, he is. It's I love it's so funny because people will compare him to like like oh my god, he got so much hate. They'll compare no, they'll compare him to like you know some old you know you know just incredible thinker you know, and it's like those people have been dead for a hundred years. Mm -hmm. They've been dead for a hundred years. Like, what does that have to do with Jordan Peterson? Nothing. Nothing at all. Mm. Listen to Jordan for who he is. And don't listen to a, a, a clip that was designed to be a hit piece. They literally set up interviews. He doesn't do these anymore. He refuses to do them. He's like, I'm only doing long format stuff. Mm -hmm. Because he knows the agenda. Everybody has an agenda. Remember that. Where's the information from and what is the agenda? What is the agenda? Next. Um, Tecalota said, I think my timing is off. I tell my dog out when he rises slowly and gives me a pitiful look. He moves faster <laughs> if I move, but he won't respond immediately. So what happens with that is that's shown on our video, the resource guarding video. You might be underwhelming your dog with the remote collar if you're using a remote collar. What a lot of people do is they don't go high enough on the levels. So it should be out and then stim. And then you can also use spatial pressure with your body to also move your dog away. But pretty much the way we train out, that dog literally hightails it. Bam, runs away. Next. Kathy B said it's the entire sheep mentality, blindly following and believing, question things, think. Yeah, yeah. There's unfortunately right now we are living in a very, very high level sheep mentality where it's a lot easier to be a follower than a leader. And um, and then you're targeted as, if you go against the grain, you are targeted like, I hate dogs, conspiracy theorist, if you go against the norm, um, spreading false information. I mean, there's all these things. I mean, anybody can just read that, you know, for instance, up in Canada, so up in Canada, with the truckers, okay, you know, if you're not aware, there's like a huge thing in Ottawa right now. And there was two people with flags, one with a Nazi flag, one with a Confederate flag. The one with a Confederate flag probably has an IQ of 80 because it has nothing to do with Canada, by the way. That's, that's, that is, that is <laughs> strictly that United is, States. That's an Amer that is an American thing. And then also the misinformation about, um, one of their statues was desecrated, which it was not desecrated at all. A upside down Canadian flag was hung on it. Okay. So like those are plants. The people that showed up with a Nazi flag and the Confederate flag are plants. They were hired to show up. Do I don't know if people understand that. I don't think they understand how it works. There is a machine. It's a machine. It's planned to get a response out of you just so somebody could say it's, you know, it's, it's, it's racist, homophobe, violent. 
it's, it's a machine. They will make it violent if it's not violent. So say it's a peaceful protest, they will, they will hire people to make it violent. Like you do realize that, right? People, do people really, do they understand that? They're on the government's payroll. They're like, turn this into a violent protest just so we can literally crack down and like get rid of everybody. Next. Mm, Linda said my favorite was there's a bone folded into the towel. Yes, I've heard it all. Uh, Phil, is this an open Q&A session? Yes. Yes, now it is. Now it's Q&A. Jason said, hey guys, hello from Wales, UK, you rock. Hey, hey what's going on, Wales? Uh, Tecolora said, I think the issue is he stops when I correct and looks confused, so I hesitate. So well, here's what I want you to do. Uh, use body pressure, but use a leash. Use a leash for guidance. Rem always remember, you know, if you're using a remote collar, the remote collar is not directional. I also think if the dog stops and looks confused, you're underwhelming your dog. You know why? Because if you get a high correction, you're going to hightail it, even without a leash on. Next. Julianne, do you use the leave it command? I don't, but you can if it works. We just use we just use out for everything. Out means so leave it means you know. I, I personally, I think people are watering down leave it, but if it works for you, these are just words. Well, they're two words, okay? You know what? You know I can use the word broccoli, and that means drop your ball. I can use the word pizza sauce, and that means do a sit. I can say pepperoni, that means do it down. So all of this, these are just words that you would you would assign to something. Like a dog doesn't naturally just know what leave it means. So if my dog was eating a candy bar off the ground and I said, leave it, but there was nothing, there was no, there's no punisher afterwards or any sort of information delivered to them afterwards that actually want them to leave it alone, they wouldn't know what it means. So, but we don't use leave it, but it doesn't matter if you use it and the dog does it, but the only thing I would warn you about is if the dog jumps on the counter or gets in the trash or gets in the litter box or gets in the laundry basket and you're using leave it, do you really want the dog to leave it or do you want it to be an unconditional no? Then just think about those things. Next. Um, ben said it is working really well. Oh, the prong. Good. Nice. Luck and charm. If I can't imagine... I can't imagine how awful the threats must have felt. I am grateful for you guys. Keep showing all of us the strength. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it, it was, it was, you know, I put a couple of them up, but I didn't want to turn my page into like this, like yeah. this, this thing. But I mean, it was, it was pretty horrendous from the public's part and again, I've got empathy for people. I, I really believe that I really believe that a lot of hate is manifested from unresolved personal issues that go back into people's childhood or raising or or what's happening in their lives right now. And they just don't know how to handle their own anger. So it's not actually me that they hate. First of all, they don't like themselves. So there's a lot of self-worth issues. Because I can't imagine, I cannot imagine. There's so many things that I do not agree with on social media. I do, I cannot imagine putting a negative comment on social media, on anybody's platform. I cannot even fathom typing those words. I can't. I can't. Next. Um, my head of hair. Hello. We have an Aussie door. What's an Aussie door? 
An Aussie and a Labrador? Uh, probably someone of the Labrador Sounds mixes. Sounds like a great dog. And yeah. we've had him for two weeks. He's born in October. I've been in the house for two weeks now, afraid to leave him in the crate because of whining and him peeing and pooping in the crate. Ooh. Doesn't sound like a great dog anymore. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Sounds like a good breed, though. A fun breed. So, yeah, I'd be concerned, too. So, you know, there's there's proper, you know, first of all, I would take. Born in October, so he's how old? Like three months, four months? At least. So. The dog should be definitely crate trained by now. So what I would do is, first of all, I take the dog into the vet to make sure there's no worms. Um, but also, I would monitor the dog's food, monitor the dog's, excuse me, water, no free feeding, no free, and, and no free drinking. Right. And then also, a lot of people have crates that are too big. So a lot of times, if you shrink, shrink the crate from the back and shrink the crate from the top, not forever, but temporarily, the dog has to go into the crate and lie down. That doesn't mean a dog can't take a shit lying down or piss take lying down, but they can't usually get in the squatting position um, to, to do that. Um, I'll put the dog on an incredible schedule as well. Next. Um, Riley, wondering about the order of operations in regards to hundreds of command reps, then CS, then incorporate indoor mm. distractions while continuing CS. Mm. NCS before moving outside. Hopefully what I'm asking makes sense. When to add in distractions along with moving through CS to NCS. You guys are the best. Okay. So chances are she bought a green to graduate course, which is available on our academy. And go ahead. If you bought the green to graduate, which I don't know if she did because we go through that step by step. Mm. So if you're just following like our YouTube videos, which are all over the place, uh, what you're going to want to do is get your dog up to verbal compliance on a leash. Every single dog we ever train knows it's leash work before it does remote collar yeah. obedience. Mm -hmm. So what you'll do is you can start proofing commands like your down, your recall, all your basic commands. You can proof with a, a leash pop. Technically you can start adding in no for non-compliance while adding in distractions while they're still on a leash. Technically, mm. then they understand what no means. And it's going to make your e-collar training that much easier because now the dog understands there are consequences for its actions. Mm. So now when you go to CS, that's quick. That's a very quick process. You're doing one command at a time, usually in like three different locations. So you can do CS down, let's say, in your living room. Do it in your kitchen. Do it on your front porch. <laughs> your dog understands it. There's no need to stay in CS. You can now move to NCS and start adding in distractions. Mm while on NCS. And C, just so everybody knows, CS means continuous stim. It's escape conditioning and NCS is non-compliant So we stim. usually don't do distractions on CS. Right. We add in distractions on NCS because then you can start going up to the little bit, little bit higher levels. You're dialing up a little bit on NCS, but you're not like cranking the remote. We're talking like three, four, five right. levels just to break through the distraction. So if the dog's fixating on something and you say down and the dog's like, I don't give a shit about your down. You can start dialing up and dogs like, oh, right. You told me to lay down. Gotcha. Right, right. So NCS is like our proofing stage with the remote. Which we do for the longest. We do it the longest because then when you do get to know, the dog already knows how to go back into command. You've done yep. like a thousand reps exactly, of it. Exactly. But we're taking them all over the place on NCS. Right. Stores, cafes, walks around right, the neighborhood. Right. Like that's all done on the NCS. So today stage. I'm going to post a video up tomorrow of Angelo. We worked with a, a dog, a huge 150, 180 pound dog today that unfortunately um, lunged at somebody coming in the house and bit her. 
and I used um, Angelo today to run around the dog. I'm sorry, use his scooter around the dog as a distraction. There was safety protocols put in place. The dog could not have gotten to him, but the dog could have absolutely broken place. And the dog didn't break place for Angelo, but the dog we made we we made the dog break place. Like we we set dogs up to fail just so we can correct them, which sounds mean, but it's not mean because if you don't teach if you don't teach a dog how to um, handle a correction then they won't be able to, they won't know what to do when it's time to actually apply a correction. It's the same thing in the real world. You know, you need to learn how to deal with stress. You need to learn how to deal with conflict. You need to learn how to deal with, you know, all kinds of things that happen in your life. And then you role play it and you'd be like, you know, this is how we work it out. Or that's why a lot of people go to couples therapy or therapy to like, hey, when this happens, how should I handle this? That's why there's so many self-improvement books and self-help books. And once you go on that journey of self-improvement, you really learn how to become a better human being. Next. Phil, should smaller dogs such as Frenchies be corrected like larger dogs or should they be treated softer? Um, I think, you know, I think everything is relevant. I mean, if a Frenchie, relative. Was, you know, relative, what I say relevant. Yes. Um, so in rel relative. Um, so I think if a dog is trying to bite me, it's going to get a pretty serious correction. Um, but I think, how, what does a serious correction mean? I think a serious correction, the dog will let me know how serious it is. So I listen to the dog. I'm like, did that mean anything to you? Did that mean anything to you? Did that stop the behavior? Did you not repeat the behavior? Did you understand the information that I delivered to you? So, you know, obviously if we're dealing with, you know, a German shepherd and bonking it and a chihuahua and bonking it, I'm going to use different sized towels. You know, I'm going to use different sized towels, but you know, the concept of rewarding the good and correcting the bad, that theory works with all breeds of dogs. Next. Um, Tecolota. Oh, my dog has extremely sensitive skin. He doesn't tolerate any kind of collar. He breaks out. Yeah. His fur. He's itchy and really miserable. Are prongs and e-collars a bad idea? Well, they're not a bad idea. They do make um, uh, uh, sensitive skin, nickel-free mm -hmm. um, collars. I would, your dog's probably white too, you know, um, with um, usually a lot of the white dogs, a lot of your pities, your Dalmatians. Yeah. Um, and they also get red on the belly a lot. They break out. So I think, you know, I would start looking at diet. Um, you do not have to feed raw, but we're big fans of raw. We find that raw really helps eliminate some of the issues the dog is having with infe yeast infections in the ears, skin issues. There's actually a great ebook on our website. If you go to sallycaninetraining.com slash shop, I only say this not because people buy stuff from us, just because it's like, it's a great resource um, uh, um, to have out there. And you'll, you'll see that and the book also has lots of good holistic help for a lot of things. Please keep in mind, everybody, that your average kibble to your even good kibble, it's um, it's shit. It's shit. Just read the – all you have to do is know how to read labels. If you know how to read labels and read ingredient labels, and if you just turn the bag over and the ingredients are in there, keep in mind some manufacturers do falsify their labels, but at least it gives you a rough idea, and you'll see the stuff that's in there. Now, tonight or today, I've had my dogs at work. So today I fed them, you know, they had their supplements um, and then I fed them, they ate raw pork, raw beef, um, uh, duck necks and duck liver. 
and pig fat. Like that was their, the core of their, you know, 80% protein, 10% bone, 10%, you know, innards. And then um, there's, you know, um, vitamins. I forgot what the fuck the vitamins I'm giving them are. Um, so, you know, to supplement it. So, you know, it's like, and that's like food, like they're eating actual food raw. And yes, it's raw food, you know, next um matthew said dude you must be the mr miyagi of empathy much respect um thank you i mean i just i really feel like your hatred towards me has nothing to do with me i start out with that okay so i start out with that and then i go backwards so your hatred towards me has nothing to do with me and then i have i have to have empathy for you i have to life is too short to have hate in fact i said this on sunday that I made an Instagram story that everybody should call up somebody. Do it tonight, guys. Do it tonight. You should call somebody up today or tomorrow. I would prefer today while it's fresh in your mind that you had a falling out with. You had a falling out with. Text them, email them, call them, and literally just apologize. Talk about it. Like, take... 100% responsibility for it. And you're doing it for you more than them. Okay. The act of giving forgiveness, the act of giving forgiveness, it doesn't mean what they did was acceptable or right, but it's good for your soul to forgive. It's so important. True. It's so, so, so important. Yes. Next. Kelly, we have Julie Starnes here in Nebraska. So glad to have someone with your mindset to be able to send struggling dog owners to. Oh, thank you, Julie. I hope you're doing fantastic. She's gotten her share of hate. That's for sure. She, she's handles it very gracefully. Josh, I just recently found your channel, Jeff, and I appreciate your tips on dealing with dog anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. Dog anxiety. Thank you so much for the nice, the kind words. Dog anxiety can be really, really rough. I think, I think what we're doing is we're also seeing more, Anxious dogs. Yeah. We're seeing, but but in parallel, okay, let's let's figure out if there's maybe a uh situation a situation here, a correlation situation. We're seeing more and more anxious dogs, and we're seeing more and more soft owners. Are we on to something? Next. Um let's see. David Smith. Oh, hey David. Hey guys, warm weather vibes from Arizona. Assholes be assholes. Unfortunately, it's become agree with me or you must be canceled with certain. Yeah. Things. Yeah, I think so. And I think, but I think it's important that, you know, Annie Frisella, um, who I like and follow. Okay. So um, Annie Frisella, who I like and follow, you know, he is, what was that? What was that? What was that? Cause it made me think of something. Assholes be assholes. Yeah. Canceling. Yeah. That's what it is. He's like, he's really, really big on like, you know, about just like, it's okay to disagree with somebody, mm -hmm. but like, that doesn't mean you have to hate that person. Right. I remember once I went out to dinner in California with a very, very well-known on TV. She doesn't have a British accent. So on TV trainer, she's very well-known and she is, you know, quote unquote, reward-based trainer. Um, but she does different training than I do. She does, you know, a, a lot of trick training, a ton of trick training, which is all technically reward-based. Um, 
And, you know, we, we snapped a photo together and most people know who she is. And, and people were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you had dinner with her and da, 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 da. And I'm like, why? Because we train differently? Mm-hmm. Like, really? Right. Like, so I'm Jewish. I'm straight. Okay. Does that mean I only go out with Jewish straight people for dinner? It's like, how do you grow? How do I you, mean, like, it's like, how do you learn anything you know, if you, uh, stick you know, to only what you're also, with? if you disagree with somebody, it's really wonderful to have a conversation with them, so a true. civil conversation with them. You will absolutely learn something. You will grow. You will grow. And that doesn't mean your mind will change. You can still stick to your core values. Because core values are important, but you will learn something. Next. I think it was, I'm sorry. I think it was Dave Rubin and Larry Elder. There's a great interview with Dave Rubin and Larry Elder. Google it. You'll see Dave Rubin literally changes whole mindset right there on uh, I saw it on YouTube, so not TV. Mm. Changed his whole mindset about something that he's felt for his whole life. Right there. All because Larry Elder spoke with him and literally laid out the facts. Yeah. It was, it was incredible to watch that interview. It's like it happens right before your eyes. But Next. you had to be open to right. which which thing. Which Dave Rubin is. Paulette, my GSD is well-trained, create bonker, prong caller, all from watching your YouTube videos. Thank you. Good. But also it's the hard work you've done. So, you know, I think it's important that, you know, a lot of times people will say they'll, 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 they'll pigeonhole you and they'll put you in this thing because you use certain tools. You're this type of person. Mm-hmm. They, they associate the tool with the kind of human being you are. Yeah. Which is really weird. It is so weird. It's so weird. It's just, it's just really, really interesting. If people only knew what a sissy I was with Wes. You know, exactly. You still are. <laughs> I know. Yes. Next. He's my sweet angel. Yes. Next. Um, Terry G, I got pushed back when I suggested that a GSD owner go to your page. Someone cited the edited video. Yep. I shared a full version. I was warned. It was removed. I left the group. Yeah. Yeah. It, this is what happens. And you know why? You know why you were warned? Because you scared the truth, scared them. So it's funny because they'll allow they'll allow the hate video to stay, but the truth video not stay. Why? Because it doesn't fit their the admin's narrative. It doesn't fit the narrative. It's interesting, isn't it? So they don't want to know the truth. They don't want to know the truth. Next. David Smith said it was your tips and encouragement over the last few years that got me to put my experience to use training professionally. I've always got your back, even though you don't need it. Awesome. Awesome. But, you know, with all the help that I've given you and all the shows you've been on, you still won't fucking come for dinner. So your lack of appreciation, your lack of appreciation is not going unnoticed between the two of us, David. Next. Um, Matthew said, I've seen plenty of purely positive only people hit a dog when shit goes completely wrong. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, and that, that, not only that, but on the, um, on the other, on the other note, I know many people 
that preach reward only. Many. What does many mean? Maybe two dozen, but that's just who I know, who whose own personal dogs use remote collars. So they'll preach all day not to, but they go home and with their own dogs, they do. Or their dogs can't be around any other dog because it's so out of control. Mm -hmm. Or their dogs are jumping all over because they don't know how to stop it. Yeah. And then they'll make an excuse. Next. Um, Annie, truth scares people. Fear is irrational and change is paralyzing. We must be okay with who we are and honest about why we are acting, reacting to something in such a way. It's far easier to blame another than look at the reflection in our mirrors. Yeah, it's funny. So true. Yeah, it's so funny because I put up a comment and someone made a comment that was definitely uh, on that one post, the one meme that you all put up with Joe and Seltzer and, and or Steltzer. And, and literally somebody said, I can't follow like something about like bad. It was snarky. It was definitely not a nice comment, but it wasn't like a viciously mean one. And I just spelled out the whole thing. And they're like, well, geez, you didn't have to get so defensive. And I'm like, um, I was not being defensive at all. So it's like, I was not being defensive at all because I wrote something well written and thought provoking and you were being that's how it always yeah goes. They, they always do that they they'll, always do that they'll write something that triggers a response right you respond not even in a bad way no but they perceive it because that's their mo that's their mindset right. they want to get in an right. argument right so no matter right. what you say right they're sitting there and they're waiting right. and they're waiting yep yep and waiting. they do it in the anticipation so right it's like right. jesus right or they don't have enough of a thought process to have an intelligent conversation mm -hmm. that's the thing they actually are not capable of having an intelligent conversation. And that's that's fine. But I didn't jump on your page and say something. You jumped on my page. And this is what people have to realize about people's social media pages like ours. Sorry, but we don't put up with bullshit. So, yes, you're going to get banned. People are always surprised that I ban them. I it's like... Let's see, you called me an asshole, threatened to harm me, and threatened my kid, and oh God, I banned you. Oh, my God. I can't believe he bans people that disagree with him. I'm like, um, I ban people that are spreading false information, and I ban people who are literally threatening me. But I ban a lot of people for spreading false information. Because it's just negativity in general. It's like, I block people just for being negative as hell. Right. Don't exactly. Don't come on my page with your negativity. Yes. Yes. I don't need that in my life. Yes. And then it's funny because if you ban them, then they jump on, on Facebook, they jump on your Instagram, you ban them on Instagram, they send you an email, an email. An email it's like, you have a lot of fucking time on your hands. Like, you really think that, like, I really care? Next. The internet just makes it like almost too easy. That's the thing. We're missing that face-to-face -face interaction. I guarantee. And like, I'm guilty of it too. Right. Am I quick to react to things? Absolutely. Uh, and if I was, yeah. in, but if you're in front of somebody having a face-to-face -face conversation, you know, damn well, you probably wouldn't behave that I, way. I, I, people... Myself included. Like I've been quick to freaking block people. And then they do message me on a different account or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? Right. I fucked up. Yes. Thanks for having a freaking conversation yes. with me. Yes. Thank you for yes. talking to me like a human being yes. and not right. having this right. screen. It's just yes. so easy. I think people it's are personal. People are people once asked me, like with, during all that hate that I was getting, has anybody ever like said anything to your face? 
not once. And I people can recognize me a lot wherever yeah. I go. When I travel, people always yeah. recognize and me. And they say I have nothing but nice things yes. to say. So it's like it's really, really funny. People would be like, I'm gonna come down to your business and like da 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 da. And I'm like, 25 Acorn Street, Providence, Rhode Island, 02903. Tell me when you're coming down and what time. Mm-hmm. It's like people are people, if they're called keyboard warriors for a reason. And it's like, would you actually say that to somebody's face? You know, would you say that in front of your children? And this is the this is the the ironic thing is that like when you go to these people's pages, because we do research. I mean, if, we, if I get a threat, you're going to go into my funnel. You're going to go into my like, like I need to make sure that like, is this a credible threat or not? Especially when you threaten my children. And and it's like you're a freaking parent with children. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like you're a bully. Mm-hmm. What kind of example are you setting for your child? Mm-hmm. You know, and you know it's incredible. Next, um, Garrett said, "Make bonkers great again." <laughs> yes. Devin said, "Jordan Peterson, his wife, and his daughter are on a strict carnivore diet." Right. Mm-hmm. So here's a great example. I disagree with that diet. I don't think it's healthy. Now it has tremendously helped them. So. Tremendous, especially Michaela. It and is, here we go. I don't even eat meat, but right. I freaking love Jordan Peterson. That's right. I don't eat meat either. Give a shit that so he eats I, so I, I don't eat meat either. So it's like, I'm not gonna like do, I can't follow him. Right. Because exactly. He eats exactly. Meat. And it's like, it's so funny because Michaela, it's really helped her out a lot. Mm-hmm. Jordan, it's helped out a lot. I don't know the details of of his wife, but um, I, I mean, I know who she is, but you know, it's like, but but it's like they swear by it. Now, that is fine. That is fine. But, you know, it's like I'm not a meat eater. And, you know, what does that have to do with anything? What does that have to do with an intelligent conversation between two human beings? Debbie said, if a dog ran up and bit my kid, I'd kill the dog. Of course you would. Any rational person would. Next. Mary, I've watched you for several years and have nothing but immeasurable respect for your training expertise. You have definitely helped me be a better trainer. That's well, so nice, number one, Mary, thank you so much for your kind words. But number two, you, I keep saying this all the time. The only reason why you're a better trainer is because you put in the work. And you, you know you made mistakes, right? You made the mistakes, you learned from the mistakes, and you moved on. And you become better and better and better. And um, one of the reasons why we put out so much information even if people we know are not going to like it, someone will benefit from it. And that's all we care. Next. Uh, April said, thanks for being you. Love all the info you share. You're welcome. It's funny because with all this hate that I get about the bonker, I remember this one email. I'm an 80-year-old grandma. And my Jack Russell is barking at the door. I'm sorry, at the front window. It's barking at the front window. And I threw the bonker at it, and it hasn't barked since. I can't believe I put up with this shit for eight years. Eight years. So when an 80-year-old grandmother tells you that a bonker worked on her dog and it stopped eight years of problems, yeah, I think you're sort of on the right path. I'd say so. All right? Now, if you said, 
I shot my dog and he hasn't made a peep since. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, okay, well. That's a problem. That's a problem, nor, nor is it part of my training. Sucks. Uh, Wendy said, thank you for speaking about Canada. Yeah, so for, for if, you're, if you're Canadian, you know, what's happening right now in Canada, it's, it's, it's slowly working. And, you know, I don't know, I, I, am, I do not know much about their political system there, but I, Jordan Peterson's Canadian, and um, I'm sorry, but civil discourse, civil discourse, okay, which is what, which what is happening? You know, it, it starts with lies, a couple hundred trucks. Mm, there's more. Maybe in downtown Ottawa, there might not be, but this was huge. This was huge. And it's working. And it's working. And I don't think I've got mad respect for truck drivers. Mm-hmm. Mad respect. Do you realize that every single item, every item you buy at a store was delivered by a truck. I don't care if it came in by train. I don't care if it came in by airplane. It was delivered by truck. So as an RVer, I'm very familiar with truckers. Okay. We sleep in the same parking lots. Next. Um, Aaron, what is the best thing to do when an off-leash dog runs at my dog and I while out? This keeps happening to us. My shepherd has a personal bubble and will growl at any dog that yep. gets in her face. Yep. I don't think it's I don't think correcting my dog for growling is fair. 100 percent correct. I agree with you 100 percent You need to figure out a great way to neutralize threats. So what do you do? Hiking stick, bear spray. All right. So you have to be ready to put harm on that dog. It sucks to do. I don't enjoy it. Oh, my God. He likes beating dogs. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you serious? Hell no. But if a dog is going to get hurt, it's not going to be mine. And a dog is going to get hurt. And it's not going to be my dog. So is it the fault of the other dogs? No, it's not the fault of the other dogs. But it sure as hell ain't my fault or my dog's fault. My dog's on a leash walking next to me, or it could be off leash walking next to me. The other dog's the one that freaking chased us down. I literally, that happened to me one time. I had Wes under control, minding our own business. Granted, he's not on a leash, but right. he's under control. Right. Some girl's collie, little border collie, stalking us. Right. Stop. Like, I'm looking I back. I remember that. So when I turn around, it would stop. And if I started walking, it would fall. I'm like, this dog's fucking stalking us. Yeah. So I'm like, if I run, it's just going to chase us. So I just waited for it to keep coming, keep coming. I'm like, if you don't call your dog, she has a little squeaky toy thinking that's going to be a recall. Right. I'm like, your dog is going to get kicked. And she's just like squeaking her little ball. I freaking boot the dog. She screams at me. Right. If your dog isn't friendly, it should be on a leash. I said, my dog's fucking under control. Are you kidding me? And then I came back and I kicked it again. (laughs) Hell no. She's violent. But problem solved. Sometimes I feel like the stalking dog. I'm just minding my own business and she kicks me. Next. But it's like whether Wes was on a leash or not, he would have probably bitten that dog. Most dogs will. He'd probably be worse on a leash. Most most dogs will defend themselves. Next. Um, Okay. This is a good question. This is a very thought-provoking podcast tonight. 
just a thought. If we do care about something and it does bother us or hurt us, did I say it was Mandy? No. I think I didn't say her name. No. This is from Mandy. So just a thought. If we do care about something and it does bother us or hurt us, would it be not be more advantageous to say this hurts me, this is why, and this is how I feel about it? Yes. Instead of saying I don't care, it doesn't bother me. Please take this in the spirit that it is meant. I agree with you and I respect you. I know I'm challenging your strong personality, but I respect you. Mm. So, you know, I think your thought press process, I agree. I actually agree, I agree with, with that. I actually agree with that But the statement. thing is, most people don't say that. They don't care. They're right. like, I hate you. Right. So <laughs> I hate you and you should be canceled. What, so I, you know, I've got strong feelings about pedophilia, about rape, about domestic violence, you know, about, you know, oh, I, numerous things, numerous things. And, and if and, and how I would handle that, though, would be, you know, again, how do I want to solve a problem? There is a time and a place for violence. I'm sorry, there is. Like, if you touch my kid, violent will ensue. True that. Okay? It's the way it is. So Break into my house? So it's like, yeah. So, I mean, I do have strong feelings towards a lot of things, but I really think the art of civil, you know, civil, you know, disagreement is lost. Yes. And then also understanding someone else's thought process without having to hate them. So you, it's absolutely okay to speak up. It's absolutely okay to share your, you know, to share your thoughts. So I think it's very, very important to actually, actually have that skill set to actually like, you know what? I don't agree with this, and this is why. I mean, that's debate. That's, yeah, people should set that's, boundaries. That's, I mean, that's, that's debate one hundred and one. Mm -hmm. I mean, who took debate class? And in, in, in if you really, don't if you, want people to be pushovers, but there's a way right. to have a civil disagreement. Right. And if you really want to like learn how to, I mean, I don't agree with everything Ben Shapiro says, but he's really, really, really good and really intelligent about putting thought processes in spoken word it's like like is there anybody that any of you guys follow you agree with everything no you say? i would hope not like i like i listen to so many weird podcasts and like joe rogan for example like he has some really good ones and then other ones i'm like what the fuck like, yeah here's a great that's weird so, i just like skip so, to the next so one. here's like, a great example here's a great example i'm sober it's been 30 years he gets stoned every day he does mushrooms he drinks like I'm not like a fan of that, but I don't judge him by that. Yeah. Okay. So I I like him because of his interview style, his inquisitive mind. And it's so funny when someone puts a comment that's like they call him racist Joe. I'm like, you've never listened to his podcasts. Yeah. You've never listened to his podcasts at all. You listened to a sound clip, and now it's going to be more sound clips, and then more sound clips, and more. And they're, they're going to keep doing hit pieces on him until they can destroy him. And all he should do, all, should, all he should be doing, is just ignoring it. Sit back and let it, and it will die. It will die next. Um, Debbie, there's nothing wrong with using tools for your dogs. I use all the tools, including the bonker. I was playing ball with my dog. He rammed his head into my shin 
uh, into my shed and bent the door. So a bonker is right. not going to hurt a dog. It's a great tool. No, dogs literally break through glass. Dogs yep. like, really, dogs run into trees. I mean, and they do, they do just fine. Dogs run into cars. The poles in the front yard. Yeah. I have like solar lights going up and down my driveway, like tall, like they're like lamp posts. I threw Wes's chuck at ball one day. He ran full speed <laughs> into one and he knocked it over and kept running for the ball. Yeah, of course. I well, felt so bad. For it, it, he didn't even yell. He did course. not miss a beat. He doesn't care. It's like, you gotta get the ball. I'm like, holy shit, my lamppost. Yep, exactly. Next. Josh said, I love your dog training philosophy. It's applicable in other areas of life. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. So you have to keep in mind, training dogs is my Trojan horse to have great conversations with humans and to help human beings. People are like, I'm not a one of these dog fanatics where, you know, I have no, you know, I like dogs because I don't like people. I'm like, you don't like people? Really? Mm -hmm. Good luck. Mm -hmm. I love people. You know, which by the way doesn't mean I don't love dogs. So that's another, <laughs> right. that's another thing. Everything's so that's black another and white. thing. It's, it's like, like it's like, oh, so you don't like dogs? I'm like, I didn't say that. I said I love people. You know, next. Bizarre. Jesse said, Hi J and J, love you guys. Brittany, any tips? Did I already read Jesse's twice? I don't know. What does it say? Hi J and J, love you guys. We love you too, Jesse. I don't know too. if I we read it too. twice. Yeah. Brittany, um, any tips on how far to push a fear-based dog? Mm. Foster, we were working with in the house. Pretty much all loud new things scare him on leash. Mm. He wants to bolt. Do we just continuously role play those scenarios to improve his confidence along with structure and obedience? Yeah. Just looking to how to start exposing him to the outside world. Yeah. I'm yeah. more familiar with a reactive dog than a bolter. Yeah. So, you know, this is the thing. And this is what people really, really, really struggle with. There's a couple, there's one main thing that nervous, fearful, anxious dogs do, and they flee. Now, it sounds mean, but when you do it enough times and you see the incredible results, you're blown away. You don't push the dog to having a heart attack, but you push these dogs pretty hard. Historically, you can't use food because they're so afraid. Anybody that works with fearful dogs know they have no, they won't take food. Um, so you use a lot of leash pressure and a <coughs> excuse me. A remote collar is actually your best friend for a fearful dog. And a lot of people will be like, "What? My dog's afraid, and now you're shocking it." I'm like, well, not quite, but sort of yes. But it's like. The concept is this, you're afraid of plastic bags. When you hear a plastic bag crinkle, which happens, plastic bags make noise, we have dogs that actually flee. They're literally afraid of the noise. So why do they flee? They flee to escape the pressure. They flee to escape their perceived discomfort or their real discomfort. How about if we made the flight, the fleeing, more uncomfortable than the not fleeing. Now you've got a dog that goes, you know what? I don't like plastic bags, but it really sucks to flee. So then what does the dog do? It doesn't flee and alerts how to cope. 
We see that over and over and over again. That's how we get dogs out of fear. Next. Ashley, negativity on social media is out of control. What happened to helping people? The dog industry battles are ridiculous. Never have I seen so much hate in any area. Stay in your lane. Best option, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think that's why I don't blog to any dog training groups, any forums or anything like that. Because, you know, I think that there's a lot of people with a lot of time on their hands that, that unfortunately, they, they believe that social media is a forum for hate. They don't understand that it's actually supposed to be a forum for help. So it's just the way they were, the way they've been conditioned. I was to say raised, but yeah, a lot of people are raised on social media. So it's the way they've been conditioned. They don't understand. They also don't understand what a wonderful world is on social media. A lot of people say, you know, you know, they hate social media. I'm like, if you saw my, 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 morning lineup, my 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. lineup of podcasts, I'm like, these are the, some of the most educated, wonderful speakers that, that that exist, you know, in my opinion. And, you know, you know, it's the kind of stuff where you're always listening to like, you know, meditation stuff and self-help stuff and like, you know, you know, all kinds of stuff. And it's just like Jay Shetty. You know, it's like, wow, love him. it's like, wow, it's like that's some really thought provoking shit. You know, what's that Afrocentric? Is it Afrocentric that you put up? Afro-brutality. Afro-brutality. I'm like, damn. That's fucking. And you drop a lot of F-bombs. Yeah. That's that, up my alley. That, that's, that's very thought-provoking. Next. <gasps> oh, um, my head of hair. How do I create train our puppy for leaving the house? And also, how do I prevent him from peeing and pooping in the crate? We already answered this one. Yeah. They probably missed it. Yeah. Next. Mm. Jesse, come here for dog tips, and Jeff breaks out life tips. LOL, my man. Yeah, I mean, my, I mean, my new, I'm to be starting a new podcast, and I mean, like, that's my true passion. I mean, my true passion is helping people. I mean, my, that is my true passion. I mean, it's funny because 20 years ago, before I started dog training, I was actually in the adult industry. You know, I, I own sex shops, and if you didn't know that, just type in Miko Exotic Wear Jeff Gelman, and you'll find out all about me. And it's so funny when people try to use that against me. I'm like, um, you do realize that's on the internet. You just have to type it in. It's, you know, it's not that hard to figure out. Um, we won the best place for sexy gifts 15 years in a row. You know what I mean? It's like we did a really good job. But I used to do seminars there. I used to speak at universities there. I did all kinds of seminars on sexuality, on, you know, I had a whole lineup of seminars that I would do. And again, it was all, people were like, oh my God, you did seminars on sex? I'm like, well, believe it or not, I did seminars that helped people. They helped people have better relationships. So I think my whole last 40 years of my life have been just helping people in one capacity or another. Next. Uh, Alpine fan, $20 top chat. Oh, thank you, Alpine fan. Dog gets a tiny bit more excited at times than I prefer when someone comes home or she comes in from the yard, etc. Yep. It doesn't cause bad behaviors, though. No jumping or barking, etc. Yeah, Alpine fan, thanks for the $20. That's a top chat. You find that on YouTube. Um, what we do is you actually bonk the dog. So the bonker, which is the cotton towel, it's used for many different things. But the number one thing that it's actually good for is is stopping the arousal, the arousal of the dog. You would say no, and then you would bark. 
No, it's not going to destroy the relationship. I think that's a lot. A lot of the narrative is corrections destroy relationships. I'm like, you not correcting your dog has created a terrible relationship with your dog. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's be honest, mm -hmm. you know, and people are like, oh, my dog is, you know, wonderful. I'm like, really? Yeah. So tell me about the last, the last, you know, the last time you were off leash walking in the woods. Oh, I would never trust my dog off leash. Oh, really? Well, you're missing out on a lot of fun and so is your dog. Don't you want to run your dog on the beach? Don't you want to swim your dog? You know, don't you want to walk in the woods? Don't you want to walk across the field? I mean... You know, every day we play chuck it out in the in, in the field right behind the house. Next. Um, Stacy, I'm getting a Doberman. Should I leave the dog with the breeder trainer for six more weeks for basic training? Will this hurt bond hurt the bond with the dog when I get it after 14 weeks? Mm -mm. So it won't hurt the bond at all. Hopefully, though, the only thing I would ask the breeder to do is can you please kennel the dog by itself at night? Mm. And also make sure you get human training. You want to get some human training. You don't, you don't want to just be handed off the dog because you still need to know what to do unless you are very experienced with training. Um, keep in mind, like, I've gotten one dog, one dog from a breeder, one dog from a breeder, and then girl who's about 10 and a half now, she's the youngest dog I've ever acquired other than Uma, who I got from a breeder. And she, I got her at eight months old. So most of the dogs that I've acquired over the years have been at least a year old. And most of them, I mean, some of them unfortunately had such bad behaviors that I couldn't, you know, keep them around because there was too much of a safety risk. You know, I made them better, but not safe enough because I've got kids and then there's other, if there was dog, dog issues, I've got to be able to be, you know, um, Put it, every dog cannot be rehabbed, put it that way. Um, but I think that that we've had a great relationship. Next. Karen, I made a bonker out of a dish towel, like you said, to train my 19-week cockapoo, and it has worked in training well. Thank you very much. I also removed the wee-wee pads, and it's like taking away the welcome mat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, mom, what's up? Pisses right on the ground. Yeah. Hey, Angelo. What Kathy B said, yes, that means shoot a dog attacking if necessary. What are you up to, buddy? <sighs> Nothing much. I just realized that the podcast started by now, and I didn't want it to end without me. He's saying hello. Okay, you're out of camera view. You want to get in the camera view? There you go. Uh, I got, oh, wrong. Hi, guys. Yep. I'll, we're going to have dinner after this, okay? Okay. When does the podcast end? In eight minutes. Okay, bye, guys. Okay, bye. I love you. I'll bye. try to be back in within eight minutes. Okay, if not, we're going to miss you. Okay? Okay. Bye. Bye in advance. Debbie, have a great vet. She does not care what tools I use. My dogs, she says my dogs are well-behaved and happy and obedient. Yeah, yeah. That, if, if your vet gives you a hard time about your tools, it's time to um, switch vets next. Magdalena, hey guys, advice on a few basic steps that might help with extremely nervous, anxious dogs, scared of everything, people, sudden movements, noises, yeah. slippery floor. We're trying to build her confidence. She's good with basic obedience, has a pretty consistent schedule, but clearly we're not doing something right because she's making very little progress, if any. She's been with us for about 10 months, and I thought consistency yeah. would make a bigger difference in her by now. Thank you. Well, I mean, consistency does make a difference. Training makes a difference, but I think you might be underwhelming your dog and not pushing your dog. It's hard to do that. It's hard, I think, for someone that hasn't worked with a lot of nervous, fearful dogs and seeing the other side of, like, when you push your dog, they haven't seen the success that it can bring. 
And you know, we might want to do a one-on-one online consult. I offer those. They're on um, they're on the academy page as well as our website. You can book them. You can buy them there, and then we book them, you know, separately. Um, you, you most likely are not just pushing your dog enough, and I understand why because it hurts your heart to see the dog like that. But if you don't push your dog, your dog will be stuck in unfortunately nervous, fearful, anxious kindergarten for a while. Next. Tecolora said, yes, he's a pit lab mix looking half albino, according to the vet. So many infections all over, but the info about appropriate food out there is confusing. Yeah, it is. That's why this, this, you know, the, the book on raw feeding on our website is very informative. Next. David Smith said, I can't follow Joelle because she eats plants. LOL. Please, David. David. Um, Mr. Keto. Mr. Keto. Kathy B said plants have feelings too. They actually do. They actually do. They do. They actually I do. I talk to my plants. Yep. And I give them little sun baths every afternoon. Yep. I give my I give my plants, you know, frying pan baths. So next. David said truckers are the wrong group to pick a fight with in general. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Truckers are truckers are pretty damn awesome. Next. Agnes said, could you do a training session on poodles? My mom has a two-year-old mini poodle. She had two dachshunds before. They were well-behaved, but with this one, she's struggling. They don't have good relationships. So you don't need to – no, I will not be making any videos on poodles. No matter what video I make, it's applicable towards a poodle. Okay? Because I don't make grooming videos. So dog training is dog training is dog training. A poodle and a dachshund – it's not the breed of the dog. It could be the temperament of the dog. It could be because your mom hasn't had a dog for a while. She might have forgot something. But a dog is a dog is a dog. You reward what you want. You correct what you don't want. Next. Aaron said, thank you for answering. I'm going to start carrying a walking stick. Yes. Mm-hmm. Walking stick, golf club. And it sounds mean. I get it. I mean, nobody wants to be whacking a dog. But I do not want my dog being rushed to the emergency room. And I sure as hell don't want a dead dog. And dogs kill dogs. Next. George, great channel. I have a five-month-old Roddy. How often would you walk? How long? And how often mm. do you walk your dogs? Mm. I think, so, George, thank you. I'm glad you found us. Um, You know, the thing is this, is that, like, how much time do you have? And I think also, like, you know, if you did two or three walks or even two walks at 20 minutes each, you know, I mean, that's going to be enough. And obviously, you can do some play time, some free time, you know, things like that. But I think that, you know, we've got to realize that, we got to we got to realize that you know people have jobs, people work, people have hobbies. You know, and and if you can only do two shorter walks a day, two it is. Next, enjoy the journey, dog training. You are so authentically kind and true to your word and being. You know who you are and you know what you stand for, and don't tear anyone else down to protect that. Thank you. No, that's one thing I don't do. It's like. I know all the names of all the people that write the hate on me, and not once have I said anything. Not once. There's been some pretty horrible stuff said about me. Pretty horrible stuff. And this is the thing. I think, you know, a lot of people catch on, and they're like, it turns a lot of people off. Yeah. It turns a lot of people. There's this, there's this one, one trainer that was making the last hate video they made. He got ripped apart on me. He got ripped apart. He's like, what the fuck is your problem? Leave Gelman alone. Like, is that your job? Like, is that your job? Literally to just make hate videos on him. Don't you have a better, don't you have anything better to do? Next. 
Um, David Smith said, I don't even agree with myself all the time. David, I can <laughs> I can see that. I can see that, David. Right. Um, enjoy the journey. Dog training said, I'm encouraged to be more that way as I restart my social media presence so others can be encouraged too. Good for you. Good for you. And he said, truly training dogs is training the owners. Yes, it really, it really is. And you know what? And I really think own, a lot of, most owners are trying their best with the information they have. That's another common thing in dog training circles. Like people are really doing a lot of shaming and blaming of owners. But I really do believe that, that, that owners are just doing the best with the information they have. Because then when we give them the, the, the correct information, they run with it. Mm -hmm. So it's not due to lack of effort. No. Are there owners that aren't making any effort? Of course there are. Of course there are. But I think most, at least our clients, they're just, just doing the best they can with what the information they have. They just don't have the right information sometimes. Yeah. Um, Mandy said, thanks for the comments. Sorry, I was kind of just calling you out for consistently saying you don't care about what people are saying when it seems that you do care, which is fine. You should care. Well, I guess when I say I don't care, that's a really good thought process to, to for me to work through. So thank you so much for, for calling me out on that. You know, why would I explain myself if I didn't care? That's a common thing. If you didn't care, you wouldn't even bring it up. I think I brought it up definitely as, at first I brought it up as a just contextual thing, but it absolutely did affect me of two years of, a li of living hell. Literally, I, I was concerned about my safety, my kids' safety, you know. Um, so I guess, yes, I did care, but I didn't care to the point where I changed my content, my character, or how I present information or how I train. And it didn't make me hate people and, but there absolutely must be a part of me that cares. Now, I don't care if people like me or not. That's an honest to God statement. I really don't care. Um, I don't care if somebody thinks that I'm doing something wrong. I don't care that if, you know, I, but, but, but there's, I think all part of, part of me must care about some of this stuff that happened so valid point next david smith said "Ooh, plastic bags they were a big thing back when i just trained horses extremely reactive to them just like a dog we work them through it yeah annie perfectly stated what if we make the fleeing more uncomfortable than the stimuli they're fleeing from yep and then guess what they do they pick the lesser of two evils and now you can start the work uh, Matthew said, my favorite Martin Dealey quote, if you put three dog trainers together, the only thing any two of them can agree on is that the third is wrong. It's true. It's true. Well, it's 630 Hold now. On, there's one here that I want to read. Oh. Tracy said, hi, guys. Love your Green Graduate Program. I have a 15-month-old, way smarter than me, Norwegian elk hound. Oh, I love elk hounds. She's absolutely fantastic on the long leash, but horrific off leash. No recall when distracted. I joined the academy and I'm starting right back at the beginning. Truly looking forward to being able to have an off-leash dog soon. I know I'm not at the stage to use the e-collar yet for commands, but I really have to stop her from getting out the five-foot fence to chase the coyotes. Yeah, that's dangerous. So this is the, what's your name? Tracy. Tracy. So the thing about the uh, Green Graduate course, which is part of our academy, 
the, the remote collar really walks you through it step by step. And a lot of people, they don't use the remote collar or they're not using it to its fullest extent. And boy, can you do a lot of stuff with a remote collar because they're afraid of making a mistake. They're afraid of, you know, hurting their dog. And, you know, I, I get it, but you're probably, you know, you, you're going to make mistakes and you're probably not going to hurt your dog. So, and on that note, I think we, we need to sign off. It was a 90 minute show. And um, I'll talk to everybody soon. For everybody in my Patreon channel, on my Zoom room, which we do on Tuesdays. Zoom, if you're not part of the Patreon channel, that's patreon.com slash solid canine training. And it's a wonderful community. Um, so I'll see everybody later. All right. Take care. Bye.